Oh, press record. <laughs> <laughs> so far away. Oh. Uh, Here, here we I are. go again <laughs> on my own. Going down the only road I've ever known. <laughs> Turning it down. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, guys. Welcome to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. If you're wondering why I'm breathing so heavy, it's because I'm just so tired from my workout. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to catch my breath. Oh my gosh. Giant sigh. <sighs> yeah, welcome back. We're cozy on the couch right now. Also, um, last week we told you, hey guys, there's no video. And now you're like, wait a minute. Why is there a video this week? <laughs> it's because we have to record it on video for the YouTube channel. And we're recording it, recording it, we're <laughs> yeah. recording it on mm-hmm. my phone. Yep. So I've erased a bunch of photos and video, hoping to make enough room for this. It might just stop. <laughs> That's happened to us before. <laughs> Many times. We've, yeah, we've actually done like a full, a full episode and then realized that either there's no SD card or that the battery died. <laughs> and then we had to start all over. Yeah. Um... Hey, uh, really quick, I'm yeah. pretty excited about it. So yeah. I was home, mm-hmm. and my sister, let me turn this so you don't lose your headphones, because okay. that's going to happen. Well, here, let's move the whole thing up. Okay. <laughs> my sister has hair like me, mm-hmm. which is a lot of hair, really fine, mm-hmm. you know, dry. You just look at it wrong, and it just jumps yeah, ship. <laughs> I always, I always joke that my all my hairs are suicidal. <laughs> And like, if I like brush it too hard or pull my ponytail too tight, your hair has commitment issues out the door, huge (laughs) commitment issues. And they're willing to leave pieces of their, of their body. They're willing to end their life. Yeah. They're like, we won't even jump. Yeah, We don't even care if we're going to end up in the trash can. No, you know what they want to do? They won't even take the whole hair. They just break off halfway. So like, they're like, you'll remember us. (laughs) And you know, and I have all these little (laughs) flyaways. remember me sorry i'm not gonna stick around for you i'm out of here no okay so (laughs) So anyway so she has hair like you yeah and she was showing me this new product Mm -hmm. and she ended up just sending this home with me because she's like i'll just go to the hair hair supply my sister used to do my hair for a long time Uh and she goes i'll just go get a new bottle hair school yeah oh cool yeah and it's this it's called la La anza healing color care trauma treatment (laughs) my hair hair is in trauma right now it's like put it on me yeah Save flower shield complex. Have you so, used it one time? Okay. Did, did it feel greasy or anything? No. Oh. So first, I got I actually uh, nice. I showered last night. That's good. Showered yesterday. I, was like, I need to start. wash my hair. It was so gross. Mm-hmm. And I okay, I do try to not wash my hair every day, and it's right. hard because I I sweat every day, training. Right. And. Like, I'll go and get my hair done, and there's all these girls that are so adorable, and they're, like, fashion bloggers, and they get their hair done by the same woman, and they have amazing hair, and they can, like, go the longest time without, like, washing their hair. Yeah, some people can go, like, a week. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'll try and go, like, two or three days. Yeah. And by that last day... <laughs> it's pretty gross. I can only, like, re-wear... I mean, I was speaking for both of us. I was yeah. saying your hair is gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen I it. I can it's only disgusting. re-wear it, like, like, style it or whatever once really right and then it's just in a hair it has to be in a ponytail or a bun and 
I showered last night. I called Rob and I'm like, do I, I wasn't sure when to use it. I'm like, is this like a, a shampoo? Is it a conditioner? Yeah. And it's a leave-in treatment. Okay. So after your, when your hair's still I'm damp, always nervous about leave-in yes, treatments. Because I've used some. Especially if you're in a hurry and you've already washed and conditioned and all that. And then you start blow drying and it just is like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I've used, I've used some that like, that's what happens to my hair. Yeah. And it feels nasty and then you have to start all over which you've done I and have, so have I. <laughs> I have Gina are you ready I know no, I'm sorry I I'll, re meet, I, I'll meet you there I, I got all product. ready and had to rewash my hair <laughs> so bad um so I washed my hair and I end up using a clarifying shampoo which I do have mm -hmm. and I'll occasionally use not all the time but like to you know strip stuff off of your yeah. hair I'm like it's the perfect time to use it the last time when I have used it okay so I have I do have extensions you're like, everyone's like, yeah, we know. We know you yeah, didn't yeah, grow that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what starts to happen, I think it's because I do have to wash my hair so much and mm -hmm. I have the blonde extension. So they're already more processed, processed yeah. than like if you have dark hair extensions right. and it starts to feel extra dry mm -hmm. or like horse brittle. hair and brittle and coarse. Yeah. And so I'm, you know, try to be really careful with it and try not to overwash it. But, and the last time I've used the clarifying shampoo, it just felt, even in the shower, like putting it in was fine. Washing it out was like, I can't even run my hands like through right. my hair. Yeah. It's like, it feels like it's sticking to your hands mm -hmm. and you're just, again, my traumatic gonna hair. going to jump ship again. Yeah. Going to come out bald. <laughs> and I'm in there just like, I'm going to shave my head. Yeah. <laughs> but there. I, it was totally fine. Um, she told me to use like a dime size amount of this and actually mix it with some hair oil. Oh, okay. Which kind of helped it kind of, yeah. I guess, evenly I have a really good it. one. It's like avocado oil that I love. Used it, <clears throat> put it in, let my hair kind of not air dry a ton, but like let it air dry a yeah, little bit. Overly. And uh, then I dried dry. it and my hair felt so good. It's awesome. I mean, even this morning. Yeah. Like, and it hasn't felt good. Yeah. Like it's, I need to get my hair done. It is like way past. My <laughs> extensions are very grown out and I don't have great hair to cover them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just showing like the difference. <laughs> well, when I had my. So you have the dumb and dumber haircut on top of your extensions. Dude, when I, when it first got bad was when I was having my spine surgery. Uh-huh. I started oh, from to laying I, on the back of your head. Well, I started to notice. Uh, well, and a couple of things. I need a new silk pillowcase. Oh, okay. But I'll right here on my cowlick, it like broke off. Like a, a I remember when pretty big off. area got really short. And the girl- You're like babies in a car seat, you know, like when they rub the <laughs> hair off because they're always sitting in a car seat. And what um, the girl that was doing my hair had said, she goes, sometimes when people, when you have an injury or something like that, they will like get a bald spot. No. Yes. <gasps> and, you know, it has to do with like, you know, new, I guess maybe don't quote me on this. Like, well, don't quote me on, rubbing. don't quote me on most things. Yeah. But she had said like, that's pretty normal when someone's going through like their body, like, they're super injured or like traumatic. You'll, they'll get a bald spot. It's or, like we're spending too much energy trying to keep this hair. You only have so much nutrients <laughs> that so, goes to your hair, so, which isn't much. And we need to send it to your neck. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You're losing all your you know, hair now. Meanwhile, I'm like, no, no, no. No, no, stay. Stick around no, a while. No, please, grow my hair. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've never really had great hair. And I'm my, try my extension hair, yeah, I was going to, I brought yeah. it out so I could show you. Yeah. My extension hair gets really, it's already not mine. So, you know, <laughs> right. towards like the middle end of when I need to get my hair done, it for it's, me feels more coarse and more yeah. dry and like I have to baby it even more. 
And it was, it's like that. Like I'm at that point where I'm like, I can't do anything with it. And this changed that. It's the first time I've washed my hair. That's awesome. And used something that like, it felt better. Like the texture of even the extension hair felt better than it's ever felt. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm going to try it. So uh, try it out. It's funny that you brought that up because we had a question from it, from Lisa Snedker. Mm-hmm. It says, um, it's the, it's, the title's planners and greasy work workout hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's perfect. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, read it. It's kind of long. And actually, oh, it's really long. Um, uh, dear Brooke and Gina, love, love, love your podcast. It makes my daily bike commute a lot more fun. Uh, says she was waiting for a while to send. Da, 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 da. Um, she realized she wanted a planner. She realized we might be out. <laughs> Um, uh, going to the bottom. Uh, well, I'll get to the, the middle part after, but the very last part said, and last but not least, how do you keep your hair looking fabulous? You work out sometimes more than once a day and don't wash your hair every time. How do you stop it from looking greasy? It's a constant battle keeping my hair from looking greasy. Hope you're, oh, hope you're feeling, you're feeling as amazing. And, huh? I think it was a typo. Try. Anyway, hope you're feeling as amazing. And I think you are. Maybe as amazing as she thinks we are. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Well, well, I would, I would say, first of all, I think that uh, everybody's different as far as how much grease their head <laughs> makes. <laughs> that sounds very technical. Um, I know some people that, you know, can't go a day without washing their hair and their hair is really greasy. Um, I, my hair has become drier as I've gotten older. So um, I can definitely go longer. And it does help to, I mean, extensions aren't like, they're not on your scalp. So your extensions don't normally get greasy. It's just like the top part. So sometimes I even just wash the top part of my hair, but dry shampoo. Just don't spray it really close. (laughs) Yeah. For me, I, well, I, because my hair is traumatic, (laughs) traumatic, sad. (laughs) I try to not use a lot of dry shampoo because it's already so dry. Yeah. Um, one time I went to hairspray my hair, I got gotten all ready and I didn't know it was dry shampoo <laughs> and just freaking. <laughs> I look like one of those Christmas trees, like the flocked Christmas tree, you know, like those ones that have the white stuff yes. all over it. That's what my head looked like with fake snow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was reading something about how to like have better oil control with your hair mm-hmm. and what they were saying is it's like you need to wash it less and there's probably a period of time where it's going to be, it's going to like your transition period. Wear a hat. <laughs> because <laughs> your, if you wash, if you wash your hair too much, mm-hmm. your body is going to keep sending, producing, producing more, oil. more oil. So what this had said was like, or maybe get something that's more conditioning. That's not drying your hair out. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we really didn't answer your question. (laughs) I would say if you don't need to wash your hair all the time, don't wash it all the time. If it is true that if you wash your hair less and your body, your head, will adapt to not needing to like produce so much oil, Mm -hmm. then maybe that will help a lot. Um, Well, and I think just some people produce more oil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I was trial funny. and error. I, yeah, I was flipping through old pictures. I was trying to find a picture or something, and I came across. Do you remember when we were at your warehouse for your your clothing warehouse? And I think you were on your last day of hair, and you <laughs> took your hat off. <laughs> I do remember and you bent down and I took a picture of the top of your head <laughs> and you were like, Oh, that's so funny. Let me see it. And you're like, why did you take that? <laughs> you're like, instantly like delete that. Oh, I kept it. <laughs> it's like all your hairs mashed down. So, bad. um, but yeah, the middle part of it was, uh, anywho might as well send you the questions while I'm at it. I kind of know you, your story, Brooke, like what you do besides CrossFit and how you got into it. But what about Gina? Yeah, what about What Gina? do I do? What does she do all day in there? Um, well, I, I was a, I worked for my family for a long time, Lumberyard. Our family has uh, a few uh, a, uh, Ace Hardwares and uh, Lumberyard, and so I grew up doing that. And then I worked for the first 10 years of my marriage doing that. Um, and uh, then I was a stay-at-home mom. And I was a stay-at-home mom for a long time. And then... Uh, as the kids got older, I started kind of going back and just kind of filling in my time, like working there. Um, I've worked for my friend's um, online baby store, which she has since closed, um, do processing orders. Super exciting. But I could do it from home, so that was cool. And then uh, that was before I bought the gym with, with Nico. And then so I was spending most of my time at the gym, and I still am there, and I still do, you know, payroll and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, and you're back and working one day a week at, well, I still store. do like the price file at the store. Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to be when I grow up. So, you know, I have a couple things that I've thought about doing, um, but haven't done them. What things? <laughs> I'm living off my ex. <laughs> that's the real, that's the real answer. <laughs> Every last he drop. owes me. He owes me. No. Um, no, but I think it's important, you know, it's, it's interesting how, you know, when, when, and that's why, you know, I always told my daughters, you know, make sure that you have a job and a career and all that. It's kind of like when I, when I was younger, I was, uh, you know, I was a single mom when I met my, my ex and then, you know, working mom and working for my family, I didn't have time to go to school and do all that. And that's actually, that's probably not true. Uh, there are people that do that, but I just never did that. And I really wish now looking back that I had done that, you know, and gotten some kind of degree or whatever yeah. when I was younger. Um, but there is like this stigma of feeling guilty for, you know, taking money from your, you know, your ex spouse. But, you know, we were married for almost 25 years and to all of a sudden be, you know, like when, and luckily we have California law that takes, you know, makes sure that, that women are protected, but it is, it is, um, you know, I, I definitely wish I'd been making my own money. Yeah. You know, hopefully this podcast just goes crazy and <laughs> I'll start making more money. So far um, so good. We're recording yeah. it on my iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> but it is funny. Like, you know, you see women, like we have a friend who's going through a divorce right now and mm -hmm. you know, the money she's getting, there's some people that are like, Oh my God, she doesn't deserve that. And it's like, yes, we do. We, you know, worked our asses off. I mean, I wasn't like at home, you know, watching TV all day. I mean, it was, you know, you're working in your kids' schools and you're driving field trips and you're making lunches and, you know, you're getting up at 6 a.m. and driving all the kids to school and then you're, you know, and, and you know, you'd have to pay somebody to do that. Well, and I feel like this is like back payment yeah, for all well, that work. <laughs> and, to think, and to think about too <clears throat> is 
you, especially like being married for 25 years, mm-hmm. there's a lot of decisions that you you made together. Right. Of like how your lives would be structured to make sure you can take care of your family. Right. And take care of the right. kids. And that's and do a all mutual decision. And no one is, you know, so no one gets married planning to get divorced. No. So when, not. Some, when something happens, you can't just, you know, control, alt, delete. Yeah. Everything. I know, <laughs> I know he would like to. <laughs> <laughs> he wishes he wishes he could. He just keeps trying to control, but, alt, delete. Yeah. Control, alt, delete. Yeah. I mean, we def- I I think that it, it was a fair settlement, and you know, we had a lot of help. You know, like he he was growing a business the whole time too, so mm-hmm. you know, I helped him do his bookkeeping and and all of that, and you know, all the time he was studying and you know all this kind of stuff. So, so yeah, I mean, it was never like I just wasn't doing anything all day, and I was just being pampered. I mean, I had friends who, man, they just like you know every day was you know the kids go to school and they had a million appointments, you know. <laughs> facials and all this kind of stuff and good for them you know that's a great life but that was not that wasn't I don't think that was really my life until now <laughs> I'm just kidding even more so like a couple of years ago had, yeah we had, yeah. had a good run no man that was a good run <laughs> had a good was, run it was. and it was like I had a couple oh, I had no. a, I have I had like three years of of like oh this is how yeah, this is the good life. We really work towards this, you know, appointments. We had a, yeah, we had nothing a week, but pampering and weekly uh, you know, shopping pedic- pedicure and pedicures day. and yeah, all of that. But that is now gone <laughs> back to painting my own toes. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily my daughter's in esthetician school. So yeah, so I have four kids. Um, and so our three older ones are all out on their own and everything. And so Ruby is just graduated high school last year and she is in esthetician school. So I plan on making her work for me when she gets better. <laughs> she gets better at it. Um, yeah. So have you started writing a bucket list? Uh, no, I've never had one of those. Neither have I. Yeah. My daughter has one. My older daughter, Kylie, she's really good. She has all, she's got like pages and pages of them. She's very organized. Yeah, it was funny. She actually posted something one time on her story about one of the things that was checked off on her list. And she circled it and like, you know, wrote something. And but what she didn't realize is that the thing that was written right below said something like go to a strip club or I don't it was something <laughs> like that. And I just texted her and I was like, go to a strip club, huh? And she was like, it's so embarrassing. I didn't even know that was on there. <laughs> I guess she had a bunch of people <laughs> that were commenting on it. Like, really? Go to a strip club. She's um, like, well, yeah. Just Yeah, once. I mean, there's hey, nothing wrong with that. Um, uh, what else are you doing? Me? Well, yeah. I mean, you have a clothing line. You have a training app. You have, I mean, you have a lot of stuff. I have a clothing line. You have a podcast. We and I have new business partners, and we have a yeah. bunch of new great stuff. And training to be launched compete on top of it. Yeah, yeah. You're busy. Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, online training company, which is awesome. The Naked Training Program. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. I have. Uh, I helped start Athea Skin, mm-hmm. which is doing great. Um, You're working with uh, FNX and you know, all your sponsor, sponsors sponsored and, by yeah. FNX. Um, I work with Trifecta. Pure Spectrum. I work with Pure Spectrum CBD company. Yeah. I work with Built. It's a a carb 
beverage, like a mm-hmm. carb source beverage. Uh, really, really great for recovery. Great for a lot of things. I mean, definitely activity. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a sport drink. Um, I love to use it when I'm, you know, when I'm doing long training sessions or uh, long bike rides. But it's a, if you... <laughs> you have a brain fart? <laughs> wow. I just wanted, to, it, I just wanted to say that... Um, if you haven't heard of it or you haven't tried it, uh-huh. you should just look it up. What's your favorite flavor? Um, I really liked the grape. Uh-huh. I didn't think that I would, but they recently actually reformulated all the flavors mm-hmm. and they're all really good. So before, because they have like BCAAs and when you're making either uh, protein or any sort of supplement or drink that has like certain ingredients, especially if it's, you know, it's done really well and has great ingredients and it's being sourced properly. It doesn't have a bunch of like filler flavors or like sugar or fake sweeteners and things that are going to try and like help you cover the flavor mm-hmm. of like a, a BCAA. Um, it can be very difficult to yeah, I've cover, had some the, bad ones. cover that flavor, yeah. whether it's in the initial taste or it's in the aftertaste. And they've recently redone all the flavors and so the aftertaste is so much better so as before i would always cut it with water mm-hmm. and it was always the best when it was really cold mm-hmm. um it's just really good no, and better. i i had the fruit punch when i was in la mm-hmm. and it was awesome it's awesome. really good they have a tropical one fruit punch grape cool yeah it's really cool yeah cool, yeah, really cool. that's cool <laughs> um, oh and then she says um by the way love your laugh gina well I'm happy somebody does because sometimes I listen to these every once in a while. Cause I'm like, what did I say? Like someone will say something to me like, Oh, you said, da, da, da. I'm like, like, what, what did I say? And I'll listen, I'm like, I sound like a, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like just, just I'm like cackling. So, well, I'm glad somebody Come likes here. it. Come here. Um, uh, Oh, and then, yeah. And then the last but not least was the hair, the hair question. So, Hopefully that answered it, Lisa. I have another product I was going to oh. tell, tell you guys yeah. about. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Cut you off. My dog. I, I just wanted to talk about my great laugh. <laughs> Um, I, people have like different like lip products and things. Mm-hmm. There's this, you know, the tart stain. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So I'd always use this stain that you can use for your lips, for cheeks. And I would always just use that on my lips cause I don't wear lipstick. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. I and usually then I couldn't do, find it again. No, they don't. They must have discontinued that color. They did. And so I would use like that and then just do like chapstick. Well, I went to Ulta mm-hmm. cause I was getting, I just needed some makeup while I was home. And I'd seen this this lipstick a few times when I've gone there, but I've never I had never bought it. But you know, at those stores, they have like when you're in checkout, oh, all the little things like yes. Sephora. Or they have Ulta, like yeah. all of the tiny travel mm-hmm. size or things where you can like sample products. Yeah, there's this thing called I can't read that. Well, it says Lipstick Queen. Uh huh. And it's this little. Well, it's really little. It's this pink bottle, and the lipstick is actually green. Oh. Oh, I've seen those before and they turn kind of pink. Yes. So it's green. And I think in the packaging or the branding, it's like talking about like, you know, like 
you kiss the frog oh. he turns into a prince right like it has like a frog and it's like it's that thing but it's supposed to it turns like pink uh-huh. or like red but it will end up looking different i think on on everyone on different people yeah and i bought it and i tried it and it's re- it's great oh good yeah i'll have to try it so another little thing except uh, now with all my lip wrinkles it just like <laughs> seeps up there i'm starting to get that that, that old lady mouth no a little bit a no. little bit you can only do so much if i put um, like enough filler in my lips to get rid of those i would have the biggest lips ever huge it lips look awful I've recently, duck been, lip. I recently uh, have been asked like on Instagram people. And even when I was like getting my lashes done, mm-hmm. I caved guys and I got my lashes. I done. know. I noticed that pretty. Um, I was laying down and she's, she's doing my lashes and she said, do you, um, where do you get your lips done? She's like, oh. they, they look so good. And I was like, oh, I, and I haven't had, I haven't had any, thing injected into my lips in years yeah now um and i had got them done in well santa cruz but yeah i did i had some put in my top lip to give me more to of a lip line give me and give me a lip line because mm-hmm. i didn't I don't really have that for like a uh, lip liner mm-hmm. anything like that or any separation from my lip to my <laughs> to my upper lip <laughs> <laughs> to my upper lip and your nose. Yeah. If you're wondering, um, no, I did finally get a little bit of Botox. It's been a long time, but I have not had anything injected in my face. I had my Botox done today. And no, I've never had my cheeks done. That's, it's so funny. People think I've had my cheeks done. I know. I mean, some, a, uh, oh my God, who's married to John Legend? Uh, I don't. Oh, um, yeah, you do. Uh, I do. My gosh, <laughs> she's beautiful. Why can't um, I think of her name? Freak. I can't Google it because my phone's filming. Okay, I'll Google it. People are out there going. Right? Same thing, right? She gets crap all the time. Yeah, she gets crap all the time, and then she showed a bunch of pictures of herself, like when she was little, and she's always had these. I tried cheeks. that; it didn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. People like <laughs> searching for it right now. Um, there were some other questions I was going to try to look up. Well, while you're of course, looking now at- I. Some of you have asked, you know, that you have the question about when it comes to training, like what, like, what do, do you, you do? Stay motivated? Yeah, what do you do when you're like not motivated or how do you stay motivated? Um, obviously, not obviously, but that like it, the motivation to like work out comes and goes. Mm-hmm. And that also depends on a lot of things like, like my, your schedule, right? Uh, when your schedule, like when you're a competitor, and your job is to train, the time, like the amount of time you have is not going to be like a huge factor. Whereas someone who works a full-time job, like I can't necessarily speak to like what will help motivate you because I know that if I worked a nine to five and I had to find time to go to the gym to also stay in shape and you had to either choose like is it before or after or at night, like just thinking about that that would be so hard. And every time I meet people who have full-time jobs and, or they, and they're a full-time mom mm-hmm. and they're also still getting work done in the gym, I am like, bow down yeah. to you. Uh, for me, um, motivation totally comes and goes. I, w- I was gonna tell Jean about it. So like yesterday, my training session, when I have training sessions, which right now a couple times a week that look like this it's a lot of really boring accessory work and that's because we're really trying to get me healthy 
mm-hmm. and get my shoulders strong enough to even be able to do um, a lot of the stuff you have to do because I'm competing. Um, and I was in the middle of my session and it's like just this long, boring session. Um, a lot of, you know, accessory work. So shoulder stuff, doing gymnastics skills stuff, all of it that's hard and it hurts, but none of it's for time. Uh, you have to rest in between. It's pretty boring. A lot of sitting mm-hmm. and it takes forever. It is hard for me sometimes to want to make sure I get everything done right. on my list. I just get tired and bored. And for me, what helps feed my motivation to get my work done is it helps that I'm working for something. Right. So I would say it can be really important to pick a date, you know, maybe sign up for a little competition or have a gym buddy, have a gym buddy. Um, but something that helps keep you accountable, whether if, if you're just training to be in shape and you do have a full-time job or you, your schedule doesn't allow, you're not training full-time for your job, um, having a gym buddy, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a time where if you're going to CrossFit and you're, or maybe a different type of group fitness, that helps a lot yeah. because one, it becomes more, the experience is really something you look forward to. It, you know, helps with your mood. It helps you, you get to relax and sort of for, you know, not think about work or not think about other stresses. It can be a release for you. If it is the stress because you are competing, You've just got to find other things that help you stay motivated. And if you can't, then you've got to question, you know, why are you doing it? Yeah. Uh, I have a competition coming up end of March, not even the end. It's like the third week of March. Yeah. And it's coming up quick. I'm not, there's so many people that are commenting like, and thank you. I, I really appreciate your confidence in me. <laughs> I really do. Um, it's almost it's almost daunting, though, like when so many people expect so much out well, of you. Well, it's because there's people commenting, like I'll post videos and stuff, and they'll be like, 2020 CrossFit Games, they, won't yeah. know what, they don't know what's coming. And I'm like, <laughs> neither uh, do I. Yeah. <laughs> what's coming? So, yeah. You know, uh, for me... What motivated me and what got me through hard training sessions when I was, you know, pre-spinal fusion, really, uh, was that goal. Was that. I mean, that was my job. That was my full-time job. That is, like, just the the idea of, not all the time, but a a good portion of the time, just the idea of the the discomfort (laughs) and the hard work and, you know, kind of like the pain that sometimes you, well, not sometimes you have to like get to the real pain cave of your training when you want to make moves, when you want to make gains, like that's where you get better when it comes to like certain types of training, but like that's where you get better. Right. Um, when it comes to getting stronger or, um, maybe you're working through an injury or you're, you're doing PT. It's not necessarily the pain that gets you better. It's the monotonous boring, you know, consistent and the stuff you don't want to do consistent, uh, you know, <laughs> sticking to those accessory works. That's, it's a different type of motivator now mm-hmm. because it's not as easy as just, you know, pushing through the pain and getting to that point and then suffering and, and learning how to adapt and getting better that way. Now it's like, 
oh man, I'm just, you know, sitting at the gym and I have like this long list of stuff I have to do and none of it's really, you know, getting my heart rate up, but I have to do it if I want my shoulders to be better or I want to feel better. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I could go to an appointment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could, could go get, a, get a coffee. I could go hang out here right. instead. So it really comes down to like, how bad do you want it? Um, well, and I think that's what people don't realize and you, too. And, you, and hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully whatever it is you're working towards, you enjoy enough that when you are having, you know, those days where you're questioning or you're not, you're not motivated, um, that those only last, you know, it's not happening all the time. Right. If it's every single day, maybe you're not, maybe you don't want what you think you want that much. Right. And it's okay if that's not your goal anymore. It's okay if that changes. Right. As a CrossFit athlete, to speak for myself, that can be really hard for people to adjust to as well. Mm -hmm. So what is now the most important? Well, and I think people don't realize too, uh, us normal people, you know, that aren't training for something like that. I think that a lot of times, you know, they'll, they'll see like a workout video or they'll see this or that, but they're like working out all day. I mean, it's like, you know, you, you do a, a workout and then you, you know, you're, you're having to, you know, figure out your meals. And I mean, this is like a, this isn't for somebody that has all these other things to do, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, you know, I think a lot of people like look at something and they're like, oh, she did this workout. That's how she got there. It's like, no, that's just one of them. Yeah. You know, um, it's a, it's intense to see somebody you know, cause I just remember when you were, you know, training to go to the games, I mean, it was, it's a full-time job. Yep. I mean, when you say it's a full-time job, it really is. It really is. Yeah. And anytime, you know, your, your goal or whatever you're working towards or whatever life experience you're, you're dealing with when something happens or changes and it's pretty drastic from what you're so used to doing, whether it's you, you know, deciding you want to compete at something. And so now you're trying to adapt to what does my new schedule look like? Or you're, (coughs) excuse me, you're someone who is training at a schedule to go to the CrossFit games and you're so used to that. And now you want to, you know, switch your focus and you don't need to be in the gym two, three times a day or whatever. And now adjusting to that is just as hard. Um, for me, I was kind of forced into that from having surgery. Mm. And, but like Jen Dancer, a really good friend of mine, I remember she was kind of adjusting her training schedule to like not be training all the time. Right. And, but every time she was at the gym, cause they own a gym and they work there, she'd always find herself like jumping in a class. Right. And like adding <laughs> extra stuff. She's not in training, but she's training. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, whatever you're working towards, whatever that is, it's like, how bad do you want it? What does it take Just to, remember that to get goal. there? And then hopefully your desire and your excitement and everything for that is high enough that when you have like the, you know, the downs, the ups and downs, that you can kind of get out of that little rut and find more motivation in your training, in your training. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does help is maybe having training partners. Yeah. I think that helps a lot. I mean, there, I, I've said it before. I'm not a very motiva- motivated person. So for me, it's like having somebody like, okay, we're working out at two tomorrow. You know, it's like, what am I do not show up? You know what I mean? Or we're going to work out at this time or that time, just having somebody holding you accountable for that. I will say this though, 
kind of on a different subject. Well, it's the same subject, sort of. Anyway, um, being a warrior, you're like, what are you, what are you, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say. Um, I'm used to that going, for myself. I know, so I know. Um, going back to, you know, when, when your kids are smaller, you know, like when you are working, like when I was working full time for that first 10 years, I had three small children before I had Ruby, my la- my fourth one. And, um, you know, you're, you are working full time and then you are, you know, or if you're just, you know, working six hours a day, picking kids up, you know, taking them home. It's, it's still easy when they're younger to like take them to the gym, you know, and get, get stuff in or whatever it does. I do remember there was a time where when homework started becoming more intensive and all of that, you know, it's like, you have to try to find this balance of, you know, do I have time to do this? You know, is there something else lacking? You know, and there was a time when I had to kind of cut back on how much I was working out because I, you know, I felt like, you know, I wasn't being a good mom, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. once you get off, you know, and you're doing all of that and then, you know, making dinner and all that. I mean, you don't want to go to the gym at eight o'clock at night. Yep. You know, um, I mean, I would, I would say if, if it's possible just to get up or, I mean, we all know I'm not a morning person, but just to get it done in the morning, Yeah. you know, my sister, try to get it done as quick as possible. My sister has four kids. Her last two are twins. And for her, when her, her husband, uh, for a while he was in school mm-hmm. getting his math, his master's degree. And you know, she's a stay at home mom. And he's, he'd go to school, he'd go to work all day and he did night school. Mm -hmm. And for something that they did, because then it's like, it's a funds thing too. She can't, you know, couldn't afford a membership somewhere. And a lot of the time, like you can find gyms that are really, really low cost, Mm -hmm. but I know for a fact for her, and then also for many of you, I'm sure it really comes down to when you are managing your money and making sure your kids have everything everything they need and you need to feed a family for her of six. Yeah. Like you really don't have extra money to go to the gym. Right. So they, you know, she had like gym equipment and my parents had given them some at their house. And when he would get off work and the kids would go to bed, they would work out in the garage. And that's kind of what they did. And they would, yeah. you know, they'd go running like in the morning before which all is the, great because even up. then it's sometimes like as you know by yourself it's like your kids napping like what do you want to do do you want to like just sit for a second or do you want to like <laughs> do a workout video you know what yeah. I mean I don't know yeah I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have kids but I have a dog and she uh <laughs> she's tough. she's a real problem <laughs> she's a real problem she's really tough but yeah so to stay motivated man just trial and error and I will say uh don't be super hard on yourself. Well, that, yeah, like, I was going to say that too. If you're finding that you're not motivated, you know, don't be, it can be even worse if like you then realize like I'm not mo- motivated and then start beating yourself up because you're like, why am I not motivated? Right. Uh, I know for myself, like when that happens, it's like, I ain't getting shit done. Right. You know? And so, yeah, be nice to yourself. It's trial and error. A um, couple things that we already talked about and I'll say it again. Gym partners group fitness and make sure whatever your why are you working out make sure your why is something that is uh, worth working for right yeah good advice yeah yeah
This one. Okay, this is a question. Emily Bell. Questions for you ladies. Hey, Brooke and Gina. First off, I have to say that I've been a listener since the beginning and I absolutely love the show and being able to listen to your banter makes you feel like we are friends in a totally non-stalker way. We are we friends. We don't think any anyone's a stalker. Well, that says that they're a friend. <laughs> Some of them might Actually, be. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes I would- Not from t- our <laughs> listeners is what I should say. I was like thinking about it. I was like, oh, that would be weird if somebody was like, I feel like we're friends. I- Yeah. <laughs> Even even as if I'm saying, I'm like, wait, even I don't if that know if is I... you, I still really appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, keep listening. Yeah. Um, secondly, what do you do to avoid hand calluses? Oy. I'm currently rocking the <laughs> naked training program, and gloves bug me. So of course, I have a few little calluses forming. Just wondering what you ladies do to keep your hands looking nice. If you do anything, that is. Well, uh. first of all, we both have hand calluses. Yeah. In fact, I've been able to gauge how much fitter I'm getting by by how <laughs> bad your hands, hands are. are yeah I mean it's it's uh it's just it comes with it yeah I so will say this you, you can, can shave them yeah you can't get, ri- you your can't get rid of them in the shower you can't get that. rid of them you don't you don't want to get rid of them um first of all thank you for doing the naked program <laughs> and uh it's hard as shit so I, I I feel you commend you what I would say for hands, and I will talk about my hands because I'm, you know, coming off of not training for competition and being injured. Upping your volume. And yeah. being injured in my shoulder. So, like, really low volume of anything that would give Grip, you would yeah. give you hand calluses. Um, I am now going through, you know, getting back to hair, hand care, which is going to be, you can shave your hands. Mm-hmm. You can use, like, a pumice stone. I just usually, I have, like, a file. You want it. You don't want to... Get them so thick that yeah. they just look, come right off. Yeah. When it comes to having calloused hands for training, uh, you don't want to keep them, like the thicker that they get, that's not a good thing. Because what will happen is, you know, do a set of pull-ups and it starts kind of, of like comes pushing off. all of that tough skin together and the whole thing will rip off. So file, um, when, you do t- when you do tear, because uh, I'll get blood blisters and... When they pop, if the if the blister or the callus doesn't rip open all the way, I will try to not mess with it or cut it off too soon. If I and I've actually super glued it <laughs> many times, yeah. so I've put like some super glue in there and like press the skin down. Um, I recently, just this last week, actually, I ended up with two blood blisters on both my. I had one on each hand, and. I didn't touch it and then Mm -hmm. I was lifting the next day and both of them popped, but they didn't rip open. They just like got the little slight slice on the side. Yeah. Blood came out and then I left them. I didn't mess with them and it, the skin underneath healed enough just in a couple of days that when I, it was time to trim it off, Mm -hmm. there was, there was no pain. Yeah. And I say pain because when you have like that new open skin, when you're trying to like train or use your hands, it can be extremely uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. um, if you do have a bad tear, this is what my coaches have always had me do. And I did this at the CrossFit games. I've done this. You tore your hands so bad at the CrossFit <laughs> yeah. games. Oh my God. Um, they, it was after Murph, right? Yeah. Oh my. And you went on, that was like the first day. It was the first day, second day, second day. Oh man. You, <laughs> it was rough to look at. It was very hot and humid and the, you know, we're out there and sometimes it's not, if people tear a lot, 
sometimes it could be they're just not taking care of their hands very well. For me, that wasn't the case. I wasn't like this rookie to training or like having, you know, dealing with tears or things like that. It's just sometimes the, the environment and the conditions can make things a lot worse. Um, but what my coaches had me do is you take aquaphor, so clean your hands, you take aquaphor and kind of really slab it on. Mm -hmm. And then I took medical gloves, like the rubber gloves. Oh yeah. And cut the fingers off. And put the gloves on and you do this at nighttime. So when you're going to bed. So it can soak all in. Yeah. So I cut all the fingers off the, the glove, put the aquaphor on my hands, slid the glove on, and it kind of creates a really. Well, that's smart to cut the fingers off. Yeah. Yeah. It's way more comfortable. Yeah. Um, it creates a very moist. <laughs> I hate that word. <laughs> environment. Very oi. But it really helps it heal faster. And then in the morning you, you know you wash them off and dry it. You don't need to keep it like wet all day, just right. at nighttime. And you just do that. And that helps a ton. I know yeah. people that like, um, I'll tear in the middle of my hand and depending on the conditions, like if it's really dry, it can take a long time for it to heal because I'll find that it gets dry and it will split open. Ooh, ow. So with that, um, there's different salves you can get and there's different companies that make like salves, Forehand, forehand care right. to put that on there to keep it so it's not getting so dry that it's just like the skin's like splitting yeah. sometimes more in like the winter or depending on where you live. I'm a big Aquaphor fan though. Yeah, Aquaphor. Aquaphor. I, I feel Aquaphor. like in big fat Greek wedding, like with the Windex, <laughs> like anything in my household was always like, put some Aquaphor on it. Yeah, um, you actually got me on the Aquaphor. Yeah, kick. I love that stuff. Um, yeah, that will help. And then other than that, you just... Well, when I'm in the shower, like after, my, you know, your hands get moist, soft, yeah. moist, get moy. Um, I take my leg razor and I go over it. And shave it? Uh-huh. And it comes and it's like, it doesn't take too much off. Like, don't do it dry. Yeah. Make sure that you're like in the shower doing it. And there are those like callus shavers oh, that right. you, like people, you'll, sometimes you'll get them, people will use them on you if you get, get a pedicure and things like that. Those are scary. It has like a, it has like a, like like a, a straight, it has like a, like a razor yeah. on the end of it. Uh, stay away from those. <laughs> like, unless you're someone who's right. like, oh, I actually really like that. Then you're probably really good at using it. But it is really easy that if you're novice to come in at it at the wrong angle and you will take a chunk out of your hand. Yeah. Don't do that. So do, don't what, do, Gina, that. do what Gina says. Just you know, shave, your, shave your legs, shave your armpits, and then shave your hands. Shave your hands. <laughs> Uh, hey, pull up those um, those get to know questions. Oh, get okay. to know you questions. Okay, and then we'll do a few of those, and then we'll say bye. Okay, hold on, I'm looking for it. Um, if you guys are driving right now, I hope you're you know driving safe, having a good commute, having a good commute. Here. Oh, okay. You can't see. Mm-mm. We're gonna ask Gina some get to know you questions. Well, look, all right. Well, I say I say we both have to answer it. Okay. <laughs> don't ask me when it's going to be hard. The first one? Oh, that's going to... Re- okay, go ahead. Would you rather trade some intelligence for looks or looks for intelligence? <laughs> this is going to really show show who I am. I would love to think I'm the person that's going to trade in, uh, looks for intelligence, uh-huh. but I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, because I'm so ridiculously good looking now. No, uh, that's hard. 
I don't want to be dumb. No. I don't know. I think in this day and age when everything's like so about looks. Maybe you could trade <laughs> your looks for intelligence, get really, you know, in, invent something, make a lot of money, and then just pay right. to get I mean, your I looks st- back. Yeah, I mean, I can still have sex with myself. You can. Right? If no one else wants to. Okay. If everything in your house had to be one color, what color would you choose? Oh. You know what? My initial reaction was going to say white, Me but too. I don't think so. Think about how dirty it would be. True. Um... I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> depressing gray. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like I Baby just listened to my blue. depressing music. Yeah, I don't know. That's a hard one. They're all hard. What animal would be the most terrifying if it could speak? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone, any of them to speak. Um, I don't know. Spiders. Oh, that would be creepy. Because you couldn't see them, but you yeah. could hear them. You're like, oh, God. Oh. They're always lurking about. Oh hey, psst, hey. <laughs> What's your wife <laughs> Hey, psst, down here. Oh, my God. <laughs> would, you ha- would you rather have unlimited sushi for life or unlimited tacos for life? Tacos. Tacos. I don't even like sushi. If you had a warning label, what would yours say? <laughs> Warning. Just warning? <laughs> Five-star warning? No. Uh, I don't know. Go to another one. Warning. Not that witty. Worst case scenario, girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't come to... Yeah. Keep your distance. Um, Would you rather go 30 days without your phone or entire life without dessert? No dessert. Yeah, no dessert. Would you rather be the best player on a horrible team or the worst player on a great team? Best player on a horrible team. Same. (laughs) If one animal was made the size of an elephant, which would be the scariest? A spider. Yeah. Or a fly. Ooh. Yeah, anything that's like a bug. Is that an animal? (laughs) We're picking insects. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. A rat? It didn't say a mammal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's an animal, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Who or where would you haunt if you were a ghost? <laughs> um, probably that guy that said I took a picture with him. <laughs> that was my drug dealer. Oh my gosh. If Liar. you were, were going to haunt a place, what kind of place would you want to haunt? Mm, a preschool. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Senior center. It'd be easy. Oh, <laughs> you're almost dead. You've almost made it to the finishing line. If you were reincarnated as a famous landmark, which would it be? <laughs> what? This is showing that first question. This is going to must have traded our intelligence. The, <laughs> I know it already happened, but we look really good. Uh, maybe the yeah, Abraham, I don't know Abraham, the Abraham Lincoln. It's going to show how dumb I am because I'm like, what are la- well, I don't know any landmarks. Know. That's why. Right, moving on. I don't know, Paul Bunyan. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Big old Paul Bunyan. Um, oh, how much would someone have to pay you to eat a live spider? Duh. 
do I get to pick what kind of spider? It, yeah, maybe it just says live spider. Ooh. I don't I don't I couldn't do it. I don't think I could do it. I couldn't do it. Sorry. I don't th- I don't I don't think it would matter. Well, that's not true. If somebody gave me a billion dollars, a billion dollars, I might eat a spider. I might. I could I could like do one it. of those like little ones. I could do it if I could put it in water first, so it kind of like scrunched up and mm-hmm. I just swallowed it. <laughs> I don't think it'd be alive then. Um Do you have any superstitions? I don't think so. I don't either. It's a good thing. I watch too many scary movies. What's the worst pickup line you've ever heard or dished out? I've never ever. <laughs> have you ever used a pickup line? No. No. I mean, I don't get picked up. Me neither. Yeah. I had this one guy. It was a good I mean, it wasn't a bad one. But he, we were like at a punk show years ago. Uh-huh. And he was like in the mosh pit, you know, and he was like thrashing around in there. And he, after the show, he came up to me and I was already married. He didn't know. And, uh, he walked up to me and he goes, Hey, have you seen my, have you seen the, I lost a necklace. It's like, you know, like he's like explaining what it looks like. And I'm like, Oh yeah, no, I haven't seen it. He's like, and then he comes back up to me later. He's like, Hey, I'm really bummed. I'd I'd be really bummed if I lost my necklace, but I'd be even more bummed if you left and I didn't get your number. And I was like, what? (laughs) stupid you're like sounds like you're gonna be bummed yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm married um if you were a man for a day what is the first thing you would do look at my dick yeah i'd pee standing up yeah with no hands have you ever tried to pee standing up i don't know a girl in that the shower hasn't. yeah well like when we were little we would always try to like pee like with my cousins that makes it sound really weird but Dude, I'm not good at peeing. You can't squatting girls, down. Girls can't. I, I, you don't get a single stream. Is the problem? It looks like I used to say it looks like, uh, you know, like when you put your thumb over a garden hose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just, is so accurate. I feel like it just sprays out. It's I always like something's I always covered, try like, to like blocking. It's like it. you're trying to like control the stream yeah. too, as if you can make it go in oh, one yeah. stream. You can't and squat and pee. Always, always end up with it all over yeah. my legs. My best, my best my way. Feet and my feet. My best way. My best way. My favorite way to pee outside. Like if I have to pee outside, mm-hmm. um, couple, couple ways. <laughs> You've thought about it. I've done it. I've done it. I've tried a few it. times. Tried a few. Um, one would be you just sit on the edge of a curb. Okay. And you just pee. It goes right into the curb. It's like you're sitting on the toilet. You don't have to deal with the garden hose thing. Okay. And your feet are far out in front of you where it doesn't, you're not worried about it splashing up on the backs of your feet. Well, now it works well for people that can squat well, but for myself. And then also another way, if you're like, there's no curb around because I'm in the wilderness. (laughs) If there's a hill, you 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 squat down facing like it going downhill. Oh, downhill. And as you pee, it just runs downhill. Again, oh. doesn't it doesn't get all over your feet. Right. Not that it gets all over your feet all the time. Thought, for me, it does. Oh, I'm, I just can't control it. Give me your face. Oh. Oh, what's something weird that you recommend everyone tries at least once? What's weird? Yeah, something weird that you think, like maybe uh, I could say. Okay. Sitting on a curb and peeing outside. <laughs> everyone should <laughs> experience once? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess not everyone, guys. Uh, that's not a good one. I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. Okay. Well, I can't read this. We've been through pretty much all the best ones. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If you got stuck in an elevator and were fo- forced to listen to only one song, what would it be? I love that Rihanna song. Which one? <laughs> I don't I don't The one that we sang in the car. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like it so much. I can't even <laughs> think of one word. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I love it's Adele. Me. Yeah, I could probably, I could listen to that over and over again. Yeah, I could do that too. I like Enya. It's kind of like elevator music-ish. Yeah. Who can sing with Oh, God. Although my math teacher in seventh grade, maybe sixth grade, uh, she would, because she you know, thought this helped kids learn or mm-hmm. remember shit, didn't work for me. Um, she would, we'd have a math test and she would play Enya and she'd come around and give everyone one piece of chocolate. <laughs> so you associate it with chocolate? I guess it was you like, just get there's, hungry. there's certain things that are supposed to help you remember stuff. And I was like, sitting there like, you got anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a cheat sheet. <laughs> it's not working. Mm. <laughs> that was the year it's interesting they would give them chocolate i don't know it's, it's something, funny something to do with the get them all sugared up know. my huh. that was the year that was the class that i like did not do well in i was i mean i passed but my mom my parents made a rule after that wait was it elementary school middle school oh middle school okay sixth grade i was like you didn't pass <laughs> <laughs> elementary school. one plus one <laughs> no my mom made a rule they made a rule that uh, if I ever got a grade lower than a B in any of my classes, oh wow, brutal! I was grounded from dance, which was like my livelihood for a whole quarter. That's that's a little that's a little extreme. Yeah, yeah. Um, got good grades. <laughs> yeah, but I I studied and learned scared, and now I'm always like when I'm home now because my I have nieces and nephews. I'm always telling my, my them, I'm like, and like almost like telling my parents and my siblings, I'm like, you cannot like, like scare them into learning so much that like if, cause what could happen is like, for me, it's like I would get good grades, but I could never remember the stuff that I learned. Cause I, it's almost like I just learned it enough to take a test. And then and, it was and gone. That's, and that's not just from, uh, the, like that rule my parents made. But that's no. also, I think, like a lot of time in public school, you know, and they put, there's so much demand and pressure pressure on your test scores that people crash study and then it's like they're not actually maybe learning anything for long term. Well, uh, my son Jordan had uh, learning disabilities and one of them, his, his, he was the opposite of other kids. You know, how like, you know, you're always like on your kids about, uh, you know, studying, yeah. studying, studying, whatever, and not doing the like, wait till the night, like. The right the before. before yeah. yeah and um he he was the opposite we had him tested we had him tested outside of the school and the results came back and he his short-term memory was like I mean he was I think he was like an eighth no he was in sixth grade I think um his short-term memory was like off the charts but his long-term memory so like anything that's like you know you're building on the last thing that you mm-hmm. you know for math or, you know, anything like that made it really difficult. And so he would, and he always, he loved throwing it in my face. Like as soon as they said that, 
Like he was the one that had to cram right before, like he would have to look, you know, like an hour before the, before the test or something. And then he would remember it better than if he had been working on it, you know, for weeks. Yeah. So he loved, loved bringing that up all the time. No, I don't have to study mom. (laughs) No, I don't need to study. I do it right before. My brother got, didn't get great, great grades. And it wasn't because he didn't learn stuff. Like he would ace his tests, but he uh, would never do his homework. Oh yeah. Well, that's just laziness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were things that like, I guess like learning disabilities are that I've learned that I now being able to understand it or be able to recognize even just how I like work in business now and like things that are harder for me. And now I can make, make connections to things that were harder for Mm -hmm. me when I was growing up. Um, I never would have even known. Right. But like now it makes sense. Well, it's hard because these kids have like this stigma of like, I'm like the dumb kid, you Mm -hmm. know? I mean, there's these uh, so many brilliant, smart kids out there that, you know, I think our school systems are kind of geared towards like 50% of the population of, of, you know, students. And then you have this whole other 50% that, that learn completely differently. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I know I had two that really, really, really struggled, but, um, you know, they got through it. They did. So far, so good. They've all got through high school. Yeah. Our rule was just as long as they were doing all their homework and it was turned in. And as long as, you know, they showed that they were making the effort, we never really cared about like what grades they were getting. Mm -hmm. It was just like, as long as they are trying, we're trying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, you guys just try, just try, (laughs) try harder. Um, I am headed to Montana. That's where I'm going next. And then also you guys, uh, Gina's birthday is in May. Oh, and what are you going to say? Gina's turning 50. I am. I am. And I, and I am taking you to Jamaica. What? For your birthday. Shut up. You and I are going on a date. To Jamaica. I just got goosebumps. The end of April. Are you serious? Yes. You guys, I'm going to Jamaica. (laughs) (laughs) We leave on the 26th and we come home the 30th. Oh, okay. Well, you just sprung that one on me. Holy crap. Good thing Devin reminded me I needed to tell you. (gasps) (laughs) I know, I know, right? (laughs) Oh my God. (gasps) Yeah, just me and you. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, it should be fun. Oh my God, I just got goosebumps. I love you so much. I love You're you You're so good too. to me. I, I wish I had too. something to give you. <laughs> your time. What did we do for your 30th? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll resell. That's how shitty a friend I am. When I, I turn am. 31, we'll just pretend oh I'm turning gosh. 30 again. Oh my God. Well, it'll be for both of ours. Yes. How's that? Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's so sweet. Give me the rest of the time you have. And now I know. And now I'm just thinking like, okay, I got to get in a bathing suit. <laughs> and now we go back full circle to what motivates, <laughs> motivates you, you. What motivates you in the gym? Gina's going to be motivated like a, by Jamaica. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to like hang a bathing suit up in my house and just look at it every morning. <laughs> I will get into that bathing suit. I still have like, for the longest time you kept like those pair of pants. Like I'm going to fit in those again. Oh my gosh. I'm still reeling from that. Okay. You got me. Yeah. You guys, awesome. thanks for listening. Yeah, um, thanks, guys. Remember Sorry, to I'm out of it now. Rate, review, subscribe, subscribe five, five star, star rating, five star, star warning, warning, and we'll talk to you next. Yeah, week. Yeah, talk to you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.